Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good morning, my friend. Happy Sunday. Happy weekend. You're looking great and fit. And first thing I got to do, Dave, here before you answer the question, apologize to our listeners at home. We've been off the air for about two weeks. Yours truly has been in Hawaii with his family, traveling. It's been very hard to get a connection. There's been a lot going on. So I apologize to all of our listeners around the world, including Mom and Jeff and Chris and all the folks who were calling us (laughs) and emailing us. Where the hell are you guys? There's a lot going on. What's going on? We got to hear Frank. Frank and Dave's uh, rant and rave's take on this stuff. So anyway, great to see you. Good morning. How you doing? Good to see you. I'm glad you had fun out there. Yeah, while you were a frolicking on the sand and the surf, yes. I was here working my you-know-what off, paying taxes for the tent cities uh, all across the nation. So <laughs> I know. Nice. We all got to do our part, right? That's right. Yeah, I heard you were actually uh, from uh, the clean. You were, you were cleaning the streets in Santa Monica last night at a party, weren't you? Or uh, I like was. That. I had my, my broom, and it just wasn't enough, though. There was too much <laughs> that going That industrial-strength broom from Home Depot I wasn't cutting a, it. A million yeah. brooms. Um, hey, we hope everybody's doing well out there. We're recording this on the 23rd of July, 2023. Um, let's dive into, hey, yeah. the story of the century. Year, well, for yeah. me in the media business, yeah. continues to be the sound of freedom. Totally. I can't. I, 100%. I, am, I always know that Christian films do very well. But putting that aside, this has struck a chord, and there's such a momentum about it. And I was just mentioning before we started rolling how there's such... Yeah. There's about four or five things converging right now in this country and in the media world. Other countries too, dude. Spain, Italy, Sweden, same thing. Elections, yeah. And sometimes you do think, well, this film was done four years ago. But sometimes you do need, you know, we we live in a media-dominated world. And sometimes you do need this in-your-face film, something that we can all go see anytime we want to galvanize and to kind of bring people together because you know we we all we've known for years that this is, this has been happening child right. trafficking around the world right. slavery now is worse than any point in the history of this world can you believe yeah. it yeah. and uh i know you got some good backstory on this but let me just add this because yeah, totally. it, it just went to a whole other a whole other level now passing over 100 million dollars at the box office incredible and uh uh Donald J. Trump had a fantastic, huge uh, screening screening of the film up in his club in Bedminster, Bedminster, uh, New Jersey, with Jim Caviezel, and I always forget, uh, Tim Ballard. Is uh, yeah, he played. yeah, Caviezel, writer, director, producer, and Ballard, basically, we'll get into it, but the uh, ex-CIA uh, Department of Homeland Security special agent who was really the, the, the guy behind everything. Yeah, so give us what, 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 what's your spin on it, and you obviously, we, now, that we've, now that we've checked it out ourselves, I mean, I'm, I'm overjoyed at the response it's getting. Yeah, no, let's talk about it for a few minutes. I, I, I really want to unpack this story. I think it's an incredibly important story. I think too many well-intentioned people just sort of sit at home and protect their kids and think everything Everything's going to be fine until their kid's thrown into an unmarked white van and they never see them again. And this is a very, very troubling topic. You know, the topic, it's not just child trafficking and exploitation. It's rape, torture, sexual torture, murder, things that you can't even fathom. You know, any normal human being cannot fathom. So this is the story, Sound of Freedom, obviously, about 
this topic, uh, Tim Ballard uh, was the former CIA special agent, then went to work for the Department of Homeland Security a number of years ago, um, got an audience with Trump when he was president, and basically brought this topic to his, to his attention. He ran a strike force between the U.S. and Mexico and other countries trying to uh, save children, basically, who were trapped in this kind of situation. And Basically, then, you know, kind of fast forward, uh, he he left government uh, and he founded a nonprofit uh, to basically he, this is his life's work. I mean, this is his mission. A lot of people wake up one, some days and think, you know, how am I going to make a difference in the world? And this is this is it for him and for many others and what he's doing. Um, total labor of love. And so basically they put this movie together. Um, and I think you touched on this briefly, Dave, maybe on a podcast or two ago, but just to refresh folks' memory, this actually was a Fox, uh, Fox Entertainment property uh, contractually. Um, and then, uh, you know, so the, 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 the creative team behind it, Caviezel and others, they were having trouble with the contracts. And there was a whole bunch of backstory there, and it took a long, long time to finally get it done. And they got it done, the paperwork. And then guess who came along and bought Fox Entertainment? Disney, right? So they buy they buy them, and then it gets in, into even more problems in terms of allowing them to do what they want to do with the film and so forth. They finally got it over the finish line in terms of the paperwork, and as you said, the rest is history, and you know, quite a launch success. But I think the the funny backstory here is that Disney has lost billion tens of billions in market cap gone so woke gone so the opposite gone the direction of grooming and and corrupting our children and what happened on july 4th 2023 they launched the biggest franchise relaunch or launch with the indiana jones movie hundreds of millions of dollars to make it 200 million dollar marketing budget and the sound of freedom outdid indiana jones a disney property and guess what? On what day? July 4th, 2023, America's birthday. I think God works in mysterious ways, dude. I think that was just a perfect alignment. And really, this is just chapter one. This is just chapter one in this story. Um, we have to continue to push this out. I really encourage folks to go to soundoffreedom.com or Angel Studios. I think you can just pay a couple of bucks. It's a donation. Uh, watch the film in the comfort of your own home. Uh, it, it is a very, very tough film to watch, um, but it's a very, very necessary film to watch. And and just listening to the freak out from the left <clears throat> as a tie into this. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, trying to put down Caviezel. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is a QAnon conspiracy theory. Yeah. And, and You've got to be kidding me. No, they're insane. These people, Dave, these people are absolutely insane. Actually, it's it's actually very interesting. You listen to Caviezel interview with Joe Rogan or Tom, uh, Donald Trump or whatever. If you look, only look, and this, again, Dave, this show is all about signal, no noise. Folks at home have to realize what they're watching on TV is 99% noise. It's not really what's happening. It's what they want you to understand, think is what's happening. So this this topic about this exploitation, I'm sure this is absolutely real. And so think about it. Who are the only people that are opposing this and call, calling this conspiratorial? Far left Marxists and the people that are actually involved in the topic, Okay. That's the only people that are opposing it. These are the Epstein-like people, the Epstein Island-like crew, the Clinton-like crew, the MSNBC, DNC crew. Um, what, how could you possibly be against helping children that are the victims of yeah, sexual the, exploitation? The, the obvious take is they are protecting the people the that business. are involved with this. 100%. Yeah. And, and, Prince and Andrew, from Prince Andrew all the way down. 
Absolutely, and it's, and and you know what you said that you said it very nicely, Dave, at the opening of this topic, and I that's why one reason I do like this story from a unification perspective. This story will bring together the right and the left, in my view. There's going to be people I know, plenty of libtards here in California, who really their parents and they really identify with this story. And abortion topic won't bring them over to the side. Uh, the border issue won't bring them to the other side. But this topic will bring them to the other side. I, I believe. I agree, and let's let's hope that is the case. And hopefully, this will at least open a few eyeballs to everything. And this also ties into you know, uh, oh, I'm, I feel so bad for the Hollywood writers and directors who are on strike now, <laughs> right? These, uh, yeah, it's like, sure. yeah, I think it's okay that you you keep striking so you can stop making the perverted, uh, horrible material Garbage, that we yeah. avoid anyway. Right. Um, and I think that's a whole other uh, side topic is the the whole Hollywood industry has to be radically uh, upended. Yeah. Because this whole non these these unions have been in place for 60, 70 years. Yeah. And just like uh, I don't know if you're you know the whole Hollywood system blew up in the late sixties and it brought in this whole new you know the the Coppola's of the world and the Spielbergs and Lucas in the seventies. It has right. to be it has to change again. It has to change again. But I think it has, Dave. I think the sound of freedom and the push from the War Room Posse and Bannon and the conservative yeah. movement and the Moms for Liberty and you know every other conservative platform out there with Public Square going public this week in New York. Uh, uh, that's basically a, that's basically another topic, but it's like an Amazon right, right. marketplace for conservative shoppers. Yes. And there's a there was a great clip on Twitter where literally the, the Jim Cramer, that moron, is like plugging his ears because all of the employees are chanting USA, USA, USA right. in the background, in there, yeah. and they're plugging their ears and they're still talking about like you know uh, you know earnings from uh, donut stores and other. They just they can't even listen to it. They yeah. can't listen. They cannot. They don't have a patriotic bone in their body. And, and continuing, I love dumping on Disney these days. I, I got to tell you, they have two of the biggest train wrecks coming. It got quite a stir. They released some set photos of the new upcoming Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Dude, are you? Did you see this? Uh, I'm only going to guess that the Seven Dwarves have at least a couple L- LGBTQ characters. <laughs> First off, they're none. None of them are dwarves. There's only oh, they're all one. full size. Full size. Full size, and they're all uh, you know multicultural, up and down. Jesus, what Christ. a train wreck! And on the uh, it's not Snow White; it's the Hispanic girl. They picked <laughs> the Snow White. I, I mean, can can you just print? Print a bunch of money, dude, and just yeah. throw it into the fireplace. Literally. I know. Why not do it? Is that, has that film launched already? Or No, it's coming out in March, so they're still oh making it. Oh, my God. And they're, and they're already having complete, like, is it too late to do reshoots? You know? Oh, my God. Dude, that's so funny. But they, they really should change the title. because It should be like Snow Brown and the Seven Grownups or something. Just, it, it yeah, should be, there should, should be some other title to it. I don't know. but It's, it's going to bomb hard. And our, our last media update, you guys, everybody. Uh, hey, um, I'm not a big Modern Countries fan, but J- uh, Jason Aldean. Oh, sure. So number one song in America, try that in a small town, which is basically saying F you to you uh, CRT-loving DEI people out there. And the brouhaha, once again, all you have to do is look at the feedback of all these things. Yeah. When the left loses their mind over this song that they would never want to listen to in the first place. Yeah. And basically, hey, if you pull any of this nonsense in my small town, yeah. uh, that's not going to work. Yeah. So he's not backing down. Good for you, Jason. Uh, it's a, you know, almost every song this year has been like this pro-America, right? <laughs> you know, Trump won in, and you know it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's Huge so. shit. Number went to number one. Last number thing I want to say on Sound of Freedom and, and oh, that please, topic yes, is yeah. is is just you know, folks, please please make sure you get out there and see it. It's a, it's an incredibly important film, and you don't have to go to, again. You don't have to go to the movie theaters or whatever to see this. And to your point, Dave, this film, in my view, is the tip of the spear in deconstructing the 
uh, Hollywood administrative state. It's happening right now before our eyes. Yes. You, you, to put an alternative film out and get it in 2,000 theaters on an over-the-top streaming and to beat out Indiana Jones on July 4th from Disney, do $100 million in sales, we have defeated the dragon. We have slayed the dragon. I mean, it's it's happened. So now... And I couldn't agree with you more. That that whole old school Hollywood BS crap content model that's corrupting and killing our kids' minds uh, has got to go, and it will go. It is going. Yeah, and, and, and well, that's all happening. Whether whether like, they continue to strike and get whatever crumbs of uh, sympathy from the media out there, while they go up and down Hollywood Boulevard, I'm on strike because I can't continue to make films that pervert, you yeah. know, our kids' minds and, and <laughs> more grooming nonsense, right? And, and by the way, I don't know if you oh. saw this. They interviewed a whole bunch of them, and they actually said, "Well, you know, we actually have a second jobs anyway. So this really doesn't affect us." <laughs> a lot yeah. of these guys, like writers and yeah. directors, a lot of them have other jobs doing other other stuff, so just, it doesn't really affect them that much right yeah well that be, you want any cream in that coffee buddy <laughs> that's usually what they end up saying yeah. every day. would you like fries with that yeah, exactly would you like fries with that oh. <laughs> hey uh forget about regular tv and movies the other amazing thing we've been i've been watching now for these months but the, two more fantastic hearings on capitol here yeah. capitol hill this last yeah. week uh yeah so much more heavy topics actually but still very um refreshing and i'm going to give jim jordan a big hand not so much Kevin McCarthy because you know they, he does he's kind of a sideshow at this point. Be a little careful with with Jim Jordan though. The guy's still not going there in terms of indicting Garland and Biden. So no. he's he's but at least he's, he's putting, still a little bit skittish. I know, but at least he's putting together these these meetings up there and getting people on the record, televised microphones on the record. So they had another a uh, couple more uh, Iris whistleblowers came forward. Oh yeah, give this guy a shout out. Joseph Ziegler came forward. Um, and basically saying, hey, we now have documented proof, true, uh, with this 10, uh, what, a 1023 form. Documented proof, now that we have, bam, the Joe Biden crime family right. and Ukraine, millions of dollars. There it is. And he basically, you know, it's, it's brave to get there and yeah. basically saying, I'm going to, my life will never be the same. Yeah. Because no, he's going to come after him. Yeah, exactly. Um, Target on his back, 100%. And, yeah. And then the other fantastic thing, besides the, the Biden Burisma you know, tie-in now, and we keep talking. Okay, now that we have proof, uh, where's the where's the where's the you know convictions? Yeah, you know, like they do with Trump every other second. Yeah. So anyway, so Chuck Grassley also has been great on getting that 1023. That's an important document, actually. There's the receipt. There's yeah. the receipt. I think. It, uh, I think the other it, great yeah. thing that came out today was. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say jumping to, jumping to jumping to the next uh, fantastic thing up there was a. A meeting on Capitol Hill. Uh, it was a censor. It was a censorship meeting, but it was trying. But they tried to censor it. I remember that. Yeah, you can't make this up. Yeah, Kennedy. So as soon right? as it started, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was up there. Yeah, with with some other. Uh, Who's by the way the leading Democratic candidate for president? Right. I mean, he's the leading candidate. I mean, he's like he's polling higher than Biden. In many places, he is yeah. right. Um, so immediately that Debbie Wasserman Schultz, what a horrific person oh, she is from Florida, immediately tries to shut the whole thing down. Wait, right. you're trying to censor our meeting about censorship. Fantastic. <laughs> so they were having none of that. Uh, he was great. They were basically calling RFK Jr. a racist and a fascist because you, you know how it is. You take one step outside of the little, little boundary. Yeah. They come after you with, with, with pitchforks. Totally. Um, so yep. he stood up very strongly. And then I got to give her... Uh, some praise. Her Emma Jo Morse is she was the reporter at the New York Post that broke the the uh, the Hunter Biden laptop from hell story. Right. And remember, within days they blacklisted 
post. Yeah. Remember that whole thing three, almost three years ago now? Well, and it was three weeks before the election, right? Breitbart. It was three weeks before the exactly. election. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so, I mean, good, that, so Emma Jo was, yeah. Yeah, no, that was just I was going to say, Emma Jo did a fantastic job just getting up there saying, hey, you guys, she was laughing at them <clears> because they, you know, they come out and <laughs> said, everything you just reported is wrong. And now, of course, she can say, hey, everything I said and wrote on was true three years ago, and it's more true now. Yeah. Speaking of Hunter Biden, just by the way, did you happen to see like last week that his lawyer was photographed at his house smoking a bong out on his balcony before <laughs> Hunter arrived for like a, a meeting? Oh, I mean, talk I about know, talk dude. about pig, talk about two peas in a pod. I mean, th- these guys are like all smoking drugs. They're leaving coke in the White House. They're I mean, it's his own lawyer, for God's sake, like just smoking a bong out there in public, like right out in the balcony. I guess he didn't want the smell of smoke in his apartment. But uh, anyway, is this just, fast times at Richmond High? It takes a whole just, new level. I really. can't even believe it. But um, one quick thing before I forget, I'll jump on the political commentary in a second. Uh, the Trump speech from last week after he did the screening that you referred to at Bedminster mm-hmm. Country Club, he came out with a policy speech and said, I'm going to call for the death penalty, the immediate death penalty of any child sexual trafficking, uh, child exploitation, uh, uh, anybody who commits a crime in that area, immediate death penalty. So I just wanted to add that. I think, you know, there's, it's kind of like Singapore. If you're, if you're, if you're caught dealing drugs, you're, you're, you're the death penalty. It's a capital crime. And so I would almost extend that to pedophilia as well, personally myself. But uh, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, when you start to excuse it and normalize it is when it starts to become that, that, that creates the situation that we've got right now. So I think we have to come down hard on this topic. It's another thing that separates Trump from everybody else. I mean, forget the, obviously the Democrats are worthless on any of this kind of stuff because right. they want this to happen. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's, it's same with the same with the border situation. But right. does anybody else come out as strongly and forcefully Nobody. as Donald Trump about Nobody. this topic? Nobody. And actually, while he was president, he he was he was pushing. You know, he was. Uh, bringing this up, and he's the only one. Yeah, I mean, as I said in the in the opening piece, Dave, he's the only one who met with Ballard, and he's the only one who actually put somebody in in place, a, a permanent person, to actually deal with this topic, plus a committee, plus two hundred million dollars to figure you know to figure it out and do something about it. And he's the only president to ever do something like that. And did that get the attention of CNN or anybody else on the left hand side? No. Absolutely <laughs> not. But, uh, so yeah. you, you, you talked a couple of weeks ago about how we are winning now, and I think this is an, another great uh, – this the stories we just talked about today. How the, We do have the momentum. When you take a look at these hearings now, we and we have the receipts now about the Hunter – about the Biden crime family, <clears throat> and we've got this great film uh, that – obviously a tough topic, but a film that's galvanizing us. I think we, are, we do have the momentum now. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, and I think you know that there, there are topics that we're hitting that even the far, even moderate lefties are thinking to themselves, "This is just absolutely insane." Let me like hit you with a, a few quick bullets. So first of all, and I've been saying this for, and I think you have too, the better part of a, of a year, maybe six months, but you read it here first. Joe Biden will step down from office after a sudden medical emergency before a weak and feckless Republicans muster up the nerve to impeach him. The, the Republican House will never impeach Joe Biden, but he will step down uh, before May of next year when the presidential season starts in earnest and primary season ends. That's my prediction yep. uh, for, for that topic. Um, and, you know, we, we cover every week, obviously, the reasons why. Dave, did you know that he actually <laughs> he has let in more illegal aliens than the total population of 35 states in the United States? 35 states, if you add them all up, he's let in more people uh, than, you know, than that. Uh, most unpopular president in history. I mean, I could go obviously go on and on. But 
this guy's a clown. He's an installed clown. Uh, he's a, he's an illegitimate occupier of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. He was not duly elected by the people, and everybody knows it. It's 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 plain and simple every day. Every day, every week, there's a Twitter video going around of him. But did you see him the other day at the White House? He gave some remarks, and he basically had to, his hand had to be held to get out of the. The thing, and he was clenching his fist. Do you see that? So that's what Parkinson's patients do, right? So they they're taught to clench clench their fists really, really tightly to avoid going into a spasm or a panic. And then basically, he could barely find the door. He gets out into the hallway. He's looking left. He's looking right. He's looking around. Someone else comes up and grabs him and takes him down the hallway. This guy's this. He's shot. I mean, he's, he's, shot. he's done. He's done. Yeah. And and I think I think they're you know uh, Obama, Valerie Jarrett. They get their marching orders as well from the higher ups at the WF. They're all having these behind. You can just you just know it. They're having these huge behind the scenes meetings, and yeah. they're just picking a day. They're 100%. picking a day that they want to have Joe go away, and they're yeah. just they're just going to strategically yeah. figure that out yeah. and then bring in Gavin. I, I agree with you on that. Joe's not so dumb though to say like basically, you want me to sign this uh, Barack Hussein Obama? Okay, I'll sign it. But wire another ten million out of my Ukraine slush money account into my private funds, and uh, I'm happy to sign this executive order. And and be, and, be, and when, once I leave, you have to still protect me and Hunter <laughs> for, no matter how much more evidence they find. Right? And they'll say yes. And the day after the administration changes, a bada bing, bada boom. Guess what we're gonna do? Bring down the full weight of the federal government and all these people. Bannon, by the way, they, he they replayed on War Room yesterday, Dave, his speech from Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk's conference. Mm-hmm. And it's really incredible. Folks should go and Google that and, and listen to it. But, uh, you know, basically on day one, there's a plan to basically unseal everything. They're going to declassify everything from the Kennedy assassination files, both Kennedys, uh, all the way up through uh, 9-11 uh, and what, hap- what really happened to the World Trade Center, Tower 7, everything. All, all of it's going to be declassified because you know what? Uh, knowledge is power and they don't want you to have power and they don't want you to have knowledge they want you to keep you in the dark and spoon feed you stuff on mainstream media and that's why people just kind of go along get along they think they're they think they know what's going on they go they have these beer coffees and beers and socials and are chit-chatting about news and events in the ukraine and this and that no freaking clue, no freaking clue. about what's really happening in the world well, that's what that's the whole, same bunch that go see the new Barbie movie instead of uh, Santa Freedom. Let's go see the new Barbie film because that's going to really entertain us. We don't have to know uh, about the real world out there. That's so true, dude. So true. Oh my gosh, uh, you got anything else for me? No. Uh, that's it on the on these big topics. I can't. I think this whole, whole RFK Jr. Uh, weaponization meeting was incredibly powerful. Yeah. And I think he's you know he's still a Democrat. Let's face it, people. But I think I think going forward, he's a, a great voice to have out there. Uh, don't get too close to him, though, because he's you know, he's still not great on the border. He's, but he, as far as uh, free speech and pushing back on the on the pharmaceutical nonsense, he's great. Yeah, no, exactly. I got one funny last headline. I was like, D- Donald Trump basically said, "The more people get to know Ron DeSanctimonious, the lower his poll numbers That's go." True also. <laughs> That's like pretty funny. <laughs> Dave, it's great to see you. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's good to see you this week, my friend. We got a lot of topics coming up in show number two for our. Popery show of the week, folks, so please tune in for that. And we really appreciate you being patient with us while we took a few days off to uh, refresh and coming back to you strong. Um, you can find us on all the usual podcast platforms of choice, whichever one works for you. And on social media, we are at Rant and Rave 1776 all over the place on Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social, uh, and even Twitter. Dave, we will see you down the road on the right side.